Hi there, everybody. This is Sophia Metcalf jumping in for a cold open this morning. This episode is our first ever ghost writer. Get it? It's like a guest writer. But we're keeping with the ghost theme. This episode is written by Fox Worth, who is an incredible artist, friend, playwright, creator, actor, activist, organizer, God among men, the funniest person I know. I feel so blessed that he is in my life. Fox's piece addresses what it's like to be a queer black man in America. And I want to let it speak for itself, but I do want to say that I'm recording this on November 4th and things are wild. I hope that this episode gives you some joy because it really gave me a lot of hope and joy. So without further ado, I hope you uh, book him immediately. Welcome to Oma Ghost. Children have never been very good at listening to their elders, but they have never failed to imitate them. They must. They have no other models. James Baldwin, excerpt from Nobody Knows My Name. So I'm just sitting alone at home, Googling away as us millennials do, going down the rabbit holes and vortexes of the internet. And I see a celebration of someone finding out their ancestral history. When I first saw this, I said, hell yeah, good for you. But then I couldn't help but notice that they were white. This led me into many more thoughts and questions. Who are my ancestors? I know that they were strong and resilient because here I am, but I was still questioning who they were exactly. I think when we talk about black ancestors in America, we seem to group them all together. Not really giving any specifics, though. I got friends that know exactly what place their folks came from, whether it be Italy, Germany, Nigeria, etc., but didn't really know about mine. Now, of course, this is America, so there is a knowledge of slavery and the oppression of black people, trying to erase our history so that we have no base to stand on, no conviction. I mean, that really is something. When I ask my white peers and non-black American peers things about their family, They have a sort of confidence and pride with family that, at the same time, inspires and saddens me. So, I did some digging. I went on Ancestry.com and found out some history. Most of my ancestors came from Nigeria, Cameroon, and the Congo. When we were taken to the States, my ancestors were some of the early North Carolina African Americans. My family actually owned some farms after some of them bought back their freedom, only to have it burned down because they were doing too well. Erasure. Hmm, I thought. So there has been a history of my family planting and sowing seeds, fighting back, buying back strong and grounded people. And, of course, there is still much to learn about my family's history. But I also just could not help but think, okay, there are two types of family in my book, blood relatives and chosen family. I am a gay man, and with the LGBTQIA plus community, we definitely have mostly chosen family because blood ends up running thin when levees break. Water consumes it all. I found my tribe, my chosen family in undergrad. 
had my roomies, the wheat in the state, who had my back, saw me from in the closet to out the closet to dismantling that closet. But I couldn't help but recognize they were white. I couldn't help but think, we don't have guidance as a queer community and especially as a black queer community. I couldn't help but think, where did the ancestors of the queer blacks go? I had to learn safe gay sex through practice or friends who didn't always have the right answers, who couldn't understand the frustration I felt, who did not know my life nor my experiences. They could relate to a certain point, but not really. I mean, everyone grows up looking towards the older generation to teach and to lead. We also look at the older generation to be beacons of hope. We too can make it to that age. Seeing is believing, and I couldn't believe that I didn't or rarely saw any old gay black men in my life. I said to myself, well, they're probably in the closet, or religion has something to do with it, or they die from hate crimes. But also, that couldn't have taken all of us out. So where did we go? What happened? Where's my beacon of hope? I have so many questions. Who do I call on? Who do I ask? Mama Marsha P. Johnson, James Baldwin, Bayard Rustin, Alvin Ailey, Willie Ninja, and the many more that went unnoticed, unheard, and unappreciated. I'm calling on the spirit of you to help answer some of these questions I have because times are tough and we could really use some conviction to stand on right now. Stand on right now. Hello? <laughs> Is someone there? I am. What would you like to know? Who am I speaking to, if you don't mind? You are speaking to them. To us. To me. To he. To she. To we. I am them. Who are you? I am Foxworth. Hmm. Well, I, I, I go by Fox, but my full name is Brandon Foxworth. King, how may they help you? <laughs> I have so many questions I want to ask you, but we only have so much time. King, ask, and you shall receive. Okay. Um, does God really hate us? How can God hate God? Hmm? God is love. God is one. God is everything. God is image. God is frequency. God is slay. God is fierce. God is femme. God is mask. God is them. God is it. God is me. God is you. If God is you and you are God, how can God, how can God hate you? God made you as fabulously imperfect as you are. We must understand that God does not intend to create mistakes. 
That is not an option for them. God is the creator, the ultimate one, God. Created you specifically, man, and created fear. God created you with an internal flawless victory. When you can learn that the I am, the them, made you exactly as you are, you then can stray away from asking the same question. God, do you hate me? God, do you love me? Do you like me? And gear towards what is the plan of action because you are needed. You are needed. Next question. This next question comes from a friend. What helped you through the hard times? especially as our black queer men, what helped you remain resilient and positive? Black joy is a necessity. Black joy is essential. Black joy is a revolutionary act. What helped us was them. Chosen family, house, mothers and fathers, non-judgmental friends who had our life in their best wishes. Fighting fighting for what's ours and what we deserve. Life, smiling when the times are tough, let out a sound when need be, express yourself, feel yourself. You are a whole galaxy in a human body. They try to dim your light because it is blinding. Your light is a mirror to them, reflecting on what they wish they could be. Queer? Free. We all have our gods in universes that we sought after. Sometimes our gods are divine or human or an idea. Find your divine. Find your divine. Find it within yourself. Heal yourself. Stop asking for handouts. Take the bin. Hold each other accountable. Love on that young child inside of you. Hug them, hold them, nurture them, then run to someone else's child that is distraught because blood didn't accept them. Hug them, hold them, nurture them because they are you. You are them. And once you heal them, you heal you because you are them and they are you. Stand strong in your power. You. Black queer child have been here since the beginning as well. You matter. They tell you you're weak. They tell you you are disposable. <laughs> Funny how rocks on land will try to dim the stars in the sky. You are big and vast and not understood because you are free. You made the choice to be free, while they make the choice to be locked down to their own guilts and fears of perceptions. Be sweet, be fruit, and multiply love. Be fruit and multiply love. I think I will. I think I will. Thank you for listening to Oma Ghost. Oma Ghost is brought to you by Lil Nucleus Productions, a 
brainchild of Sophia Metcalf, Reshma Meister, Luke Shepard, and me, Ezra Anisman. Oma Ghost does not have a sponsor. Instead, we encourage listeners to donate to Black Trans Femmes in the Arts. That's at BTFA Collective on Twitter and Instagram. They are also linked on our website. If you'd like to donate to the show, check out our website at lilnucleus.wixsite.com backslash lilnucleus. That's lilnucleus.wixsite.com backslash lilnucleus. To find out more about Oma Ghost, follow at Oma Ghost on Instagram. Oma Ghost was sound designed by me, Ezra Anisman. Oma Ghost was created by Sophia Metcalf and Ezra Anisman. Our ghostwriter and voice this week was Foxworth. Our theme music and composition are by Luke Shepard. Our cover art is designed by Shira Anisman. Special thanks this week to Katie Schiller, Nick DeVoe, Annie Louie, and everyone at UC Irvine who contributed to this piece. Last but not least, a huge thank you to the Medici Grant, which gave us our start. If you like the show, please subscribe. We cannot overstate how much that helps us get seen. And of course, subscribing will let you know when we have a new episode out. And remember, say yes to seance.